when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. Is it book time? <gasps> we're doing the thing where we read from the beginning. As <laughs> books work like that. I think. Oh, the foreword. Fuck. We could read the foreword. Oh, no. It's just a bunch of shit. Fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's. We're, as this is the first podcast episode, this is, we're going to read the foreword of the American Treasury. This is humor. the for, this is the official foreword of the podcast, the, too. The Reader's Digest Treasury of American Humor, selected by the editors of Reader's Digest, introduction and casual commentary by Clifton Fadiman. And then since you're reading the forward and you're not reading a joke, I'll actually just, I'll make this just a really long bonus episode. Thanks. Yeah, no problem, man. The readers... <laughs> That's how it goes. The reader... We're not going to read a joke. <laughs> the Reader's Digest press book published in conjunction with McGraw-Hill Book mm-hmm. Company. This is, oh, this is going to be really fun. How long is this? Thankfully not that bad. It's not bad. From Only 30 pages. <laughs> the editors of Reader's Digest, having rummaged through the files of half a century... And separated the... What files? The wit from the chaff. Did they just have a file of jokes? <laughs> I don't understand. You know what's bad about that? Is this is the best of the best that we read from this fucking joke. There's half the shit yeah. that we'll never hear because it sucked. Yeah, they only took half of it. I want the um, Treasury of American Humor extra bonus, the stuff you never... The, cut edition. Yeah. That's what it's called. The behind the scenes with yeah. the shit, yeah, the cut edition. Offer a result of all Americans free from paralysis of the... Why? Fucking you read it. I hate words that don't make sense. <sighs> this is called James Henry in the forward of the Treasury of American Humor. <laughs> I set the scene. <laughs> okay. I can't read. <laughs> that, that makes sense. So you can kind of narrate the things that I'm doing as I read. Okay. The editors of Reader's Digest have rummaged through the files of half a century, 50 years. Thanks. For mm-hmm. context. <laughs> you read how you want to read, and I'll read how I want to read. It was published in 1972. That means that this is from, some of this is from before the war. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's not too obvious. <laughs> the Great War. <laughs> and separated the wit from the chaff. You know what chaff is? That, it is exactly 50 years, because it was in 1922 when it started. Yeah. Isn't it the bad part, the unedible part of wheat? Yeah, the chaff. The husks of corn or other seeds separated The by... uneditable part of wheat. That's why they took it out. They, <laughs> they couldn't edit it. Offer the result to all Americans, free from paralysis of the cashinatory muscles. There's no way that's how you say that, really? What, what do you think it is? If you had a guess as to what a cashinatory muscle is. Um, it's the muscles in your brain that are used for analysis. Good thing I can't spell it. How do you fucking spell it? C-A-C-H-I. C-A. Okay. N-N-A-T-O-R-Y. There's a double N. Yes. Double N-native. Double N-negative. It doesn't exist. Cashinate. Uh, it's, uh, like facial muscles. The meaning of cashinate is to laugh loudly or immoderately. Oh. Uh, offer the result of, to all Americans, free from the paralysis of laughing. I like that. (laughs) Even writing this shit forward, it's way better put than anything written today. I guess the, uh, the paralysis of the muscles is if you're not, you're not able to laugh. You don't find anything funny. So this book will fix that for you. If such muscles exist, (laughs) we could have, either of us could have just finished the sentence. (laughs) 
<laughs> Four words left in the sentence and neither Don't you of us. Hate that? Where there's context immediately after to explain the dumb thing they said. <laughs> after we've been talking about it for ten minutes. Yeah. Here are some of the masters of laughter. Past and I guess past <laughs> in the case of this book. Represented. James Thurber. Who's James Thurber? <laughs> J.P. McAvoy. Not Everyone knows who that is. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. You have to ask who you're not a fucking bleep. Ogden Nash. I'm not. I actually think I know that name. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's a name I remember from a book or a story well, from he, this book. He's a master of laughter. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they're probably all of these people have jokes in this book. Yeah. Presumably. I think Pris- Priscilla D. Willis is in there. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I, I would be That's willing to That's the only one bet. I'm able to recall. It's <laughs> the only one you should recall. <laughs> Frank Moore Colby. Oh, Am- I've had enough Colby. Oh, you'll know this one. Ambrose Bierce. <laughs> I do know that Yeah, you one. remember that one? Fucking hell. I remember that one, too. <laughs> Corey Ford. Maybe some of these we just yeah, haven't read. Yeah, 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 yeah. I you know, know the Corey Ford one. Yeah. yeah, some of these I bet, like, like, uh... J.P. McAvoy and James Thurber. We you probably, think that name would have stuck out, though. Yeah, so maybe we just haven't read anything Okay, fair. H. Allen Smith? Uh, I don't think so. Don Harold? Nope, definitely haven't read anything. Of He's in charge of the mob. The mafia. The mafioso. Is he? Is Don. <laughs> Don. He's Don Harold. <laughs> Cornelia Otis Skinner? That is a cool fucking name. <laughs> Art Bushwald? Nope. Robert Benchley? Yeah, I think there's a Benchley one we've read. Yeah, you yeah. know Robert Benchley. Yep. Mark Twain. There's no <laughs> fucking way. There's no way there's a Mark Twain anything in this book. <laughs> Mr. Samuel Clemens himself. Leo Rostin. Mm-mm. Dorothy Parker. Max Beerbaum. John Kerr. And Stephen Leacock. Nope. But the, that this was, does get me excited, though, of the people we haven't read about. Yeah, exactly. That was the first paragraph. Yes. <laughs> okay, this is going to take an hour. <laughs> this is going to be an episode alone. But the bulk of the book is made up of short stuff. <laughs> Jokes. Gags. Epigrams. What? E- epigrams. What is that? Oh my god, you don't know anything. <laughs> It's kind of like the equivalent of memes. Yes. Yeah. Did you see that epigram I posted on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. Anecdotes. Yes. Fillers. In a variety rich well, enough. I think most of the joke, most of the book is filler. In a variety rich enough to coax a smile at some point or other from even the members of Mister Nixon's cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I love this book. <laughs> I mean, that's not a weird thing to say. He's just the president. That's so fucking funny. (laughs) This is the kind of thing we Americans have found entertaining over the last 50 years. Yeah, I bet. Not immortal humor. Well. I doubt that such a thing exists. Just our quickly comprehended japery that goes straight for our jocular vein. Great. I bet it does. (laughs) Not philosophical satire on the high Voltarian level. Just stuff that Americans recognize as coming close to their own experience. Of course. Love, the arts, 
death, sex. All these are universals. That's true. Like the studio. The arts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plug for Universal Studios. This, this whole book, book is brought to you by Universal Studios this in brings, Florida. If it was a YouTube video by some fucking schmuck with 10 viewers, it'd be like, now a word from our sponsors and then join in Universal Studios. Yeah, there's no way Universal Studios has ever sponsored He's trying to anyone. get one. <laughs> but even when our humorous deal with such universals the tone is peculiarly american and we readers unconsciously detect and enjoy it we we really like this book because it's american and we know it unconsciously laugh at it right because it's american most of the i don't laugh at it when you're reading it but when i'm sleeping i kind of giggle a little bit i i I do a little if you watch me when i sleep i know you do i I do a little bit of a chuckle almost all my dreams are reciting things i've heard (laughs) Exactly. So I only laugh unconsciously. Most of the material in the following pages, however, turns on situations and attitudes so embedded in our national life that one wonders whether those pages could ever force a snicker from a Russian or a Turk. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking awesome! (laughs) They don't get our jokes. We're Americans. (laughs) That's so fucking forward, it's hilarious. (laughs) It's better than the rest of the book. (laughs) The kidding that goes on here is often kidding of institutions that may not be native to us, but that we have developed into uniquely American forms. Our business behavior. Bureauc. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I want to read it how it's written in the book. Thank you. Yeah. Just to kind of visualize it for people. Our business behavior, bureaucracy, stock exchange, political parties, modes of travel, criminal tendencies, religious (laughs) habits, educational techniques, social diversions, regional characteristics, sports, and entertainment all, good, bad, or indifferent, are here laughed at in a way that has the smack, tang, and flavor of our national character. I love how this is written. That's not even me giving you shit. That's uh, why, why I don't know why you. I I, I didn't write it. <laughs> I wish I did. Yeah. Doubtless. Actually, I did write this. <laughs> Doubtless. I'm gonna I'm gonna be excited about what the fuck is gonna fall in this. I wrote this forward. <laughs> Doubtless, a good many profound generalizations could be drawn from reflection on this obvious fact. You will be relieved to know that I am not the man to draw them. I have read enough theorists of humor to be I don't be think I'm by- relieved to know that, because the foreword's funnier than most of the book. This is a weird, it's like an anti-spoiler thing. <laughs> like, oh, you realize what it could have been. Right. Doubtless, a good many profound generalizations could be drawn from reflection. So he's uh, he's saying you can you can draw your own generalizations from the jokes. Yeah, which we have. you can make your own jokes from the jokes. Have, I'm not going to do you, it for you. You have to you have to do that in order to make them funny. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's what the whole the point. The jokes are so bad you have to think about what they mean. Well, they were funny 50 years ago. Yeah, if you're not a they Russian, were funny. If you're, if you're 50 a, 50 years ago, they were funny 50 years ago. If you're not a Russian or a Turk. <laughs> I love that. I have read enough theorists of humor to be awed by their power to kill a joke with the instruments of the dissecting table. What the fuck? Okay. Fine. <laughs> to, to dissect a joke. Okay. To kill it. That's how they're killing it. They're dissecting it. They're doing a vivisection, if you were. 
Were you? No. But thanks. No, I am. <laughs> You're now doing a vivisection? I'm cutting myself open. <laughs> the brief comments preceding each of the 30 sections that make up this volume. Brief do not- comments? Like four page stories before a section starts. <laughs> I mean, come on. Are you fucking kidding me? The brief comments are longer than the foreword. <laughs> you don't think I've read part of the book? Well, at this point, you this shouldn't guy have. Hadn't. This guy hadn't. <laughs> at this point, you shouldn't have, though. Okay, fair. Yeah, I understand. The brief comments preceding each... <laughs> <laughs> what a dick sucker. <laughs> brief <laughs> comments, you fucking homo. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is going to be an easy read. <laughs> Oh, each section just has a few sentences uh, before each section. All right. <laughs> Hopefully they're not three and a half pages each. I hope there's not a, a story about horses. <laughs> <laughs> the brief comments preceding each of the 30 sections that make up this volume do not pretend to explain the secret of the American sense of humor. They're meant to give you time to draw breath between chuckles. Uh, yeah, that explains the fucking quality of them. That they're meant to be unfunny. <laughs> <laughs> One serious point, however. It's getting harder and harder to be funny in the America of the 70s. I mean, this guy was... <laughs> fucking be alive today. This guy was on it. <laughs> There's no way... Uh, he's definitely dead, right? Why, did no, why does nobody like all my N-word jokes anymore? He's just pissed. <laughs> he's super racist. Yeah. That's what he means when he says that. <laughs> Back in the 40s. These jokes were kill at the office. <laughs> I would have dissected All my these jokes. Japanese humor bombs now. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> All my Japanese humor bombs harder than Hiroshima and or Nagasaki. Your choice. You can be a little man or a Not fat boy. Not both. <laughs> I never tell a Japanese joke after it bombs once. (laughs) I only tell Japanese jokes until they bomb twice, and then it's over. It's getting harder and harder to be funny in America of the 70s. Art Buchwald, we've heard that name before now. It was earlier in the foreword. (laughs) And a few others still command the secret. A few others being... (laughs) You can't! James Thurber, <laughs> J.P. McAvoy, oh, no. Ogden Nash, oh. Frank Moore Colby, Ambrose Bierce, Corey Ford, H. Allen Smith, Don Harold, Cornelia Otis Skinner, Robert Benchley, Mark Twain, Leo, Leo Rostin, Dorothy Parker, Max Beerbaum, John Kerr, Gene Kerr, I don't know. Do you Gene Kerr? <laughs> no, I, yeah, I thought of the concur upon immediately. Stephen when he said Leacock. That. <clears throat> Those are the others that also command the secret. A few of them. But the whole dr- <laughs> but the whole drift of things is clearly not on their side. All the more reason, therefore, to get whatever legitimate amusement is available from collections that, like this one, gather up the scattered laughter of the happier years just behind us. I didn't know this that is- they were so depressed after the 70s. I like how this is that universal nostalgia of the past. But it's, like, true now of, like, there's, like, Shane Gillis is, like, the funny comedian, whereas modern comedy is pretty shit. Yeah. But this guy is... Back in the 70s, they're like, oh, it was better 50 years ago. Like, people today are like, oh, back in the 80s. And then that eventually gets to a point where people are like, fuck it, let's kill people. (laughs) 
these days comedy gets so unfunny where people (laughs) think violence is a better solution than listening to it these days we can all use a little innocent merriment and it is the hope of the editors that their treasury may make a modest and cheerful contribution to that end clifton fatty man colton jacobson I I wrote that. I wrote that. The Reader's Digest Treasury of American Humor. God, I hope the book's good. Chapter one. (laughs) Just read the audiobook. (laughs) It's an audiobook with director's cut commentary (laughs) the whole way through. (laughs) Which is a terrible way to experience a book. You can't follow along at all. But then you don't have to go back when it says, and others. You're like, fuck, who are the others? And then you read it. You're like, oh, thank God. He's on, he's, he sees me. Good thing he's taking notes. <laughs> Ogden Nash is definitely a name we've read in that book before. Does that mean we have to wait until we finish every joke to read the epilogue? We might as well have to. Uh, we... There is no epilogue. Whoa. So that's... That's it. That's what the book's going to entail. That's what the... That's, Hope you're now excited. You, now you know. <laughs> you know. Good thing this episode won't get lost in a sea of other episodes. Now you know what is going to happen in this book. A hundred and some episodes in the <laughs> podcast. You finally are going to learn the you secrets. Were, you're confused. Yeah. If you were confused, we were foreshadowing. <laughs> Our back shadow. We were back shadowing. Half the book. <laughs> we were giving you a little we have sneak a bonus preview on one story. <laughs> like, are you kidding? We were giving you a little sneak preview of the book before, and now, now we're really in it. You're really gonna enjoy the. We're just gonna fuck it. Let's go through the whole book. Sneak. Not now, obviously, dumbass. But <laughs> give I me didn't. that look. I thought. That's how I thought we were going to do it from episode one, and then on episode one, you, like, open to a random page. No, this is a good idea. Let's just keep... This way we cover, we make sure we don't miss anything. Right. That's now, what I... Now people know. That's what I always thought was the best way to do it, yeah. We can just title this one, like, Start Here. Or my other suggestion episode, was... Ep- the episode one, The Phantom Menace. Right when we started, I suggested getting a highlighter and just highlighting every one we've read. Can't degrade the quality of the book. Can't do it. Oh, yeah, because his pages book. are already falling out. I can't highlight it. It's going to add to the weight. <laughs> yeah. I can't the, add the more little matter bit of to the pages. Well, that's that's the end of this episode, and uh, we're, we're never going to read the book again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was, we blue ball everybody? <laughs> that's kind of... It is backshadowing. We're like, people are excited, but they're like, wait, I already... Now I might go re-listen to the ones now that I have that context. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. 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 This has been a ZHG production.